Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Eli McCann on Zoom with Lindsay Encinas and Kyle Treasure. Typically, we have Jolyn Metro for these survivor check-ins, but Jolyn is on a river. Is that right? <laughs> she texted us and she's like, I'm on a river. Never so, to be heard from again. We, never- <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's going on with Jolyn. So we're just doing this without her because we don't know when she's getting off of the river. Um, but hopefully Jolyn will be back for season 43. But we are so happy that Kyle has joined us this time. So I want to say, and Lindsay, I don't want to speak for you, but we had planned to do a mid-season check-in on season 42. And when the mid-season kind of came about, I had no motivation to do a check-in because I had nothing to say about season 42. Um, I, to be fully candid, I was really, really bored for the first half of this season. What, what do you guys think, generally speaking, where does this season stack up the, the entire thing, not just the final result uh, in 42 seasons, where would you kind of rate this one? I, I had texted this too, but I do kind of feel like survivor is like pizza. Like it's all pretty good. And so I'm not very discerning about survivor, but like, for me, it was just like, it was pleasant. It still is the only thing I watch. And I watch a lot of things, too many things. It's the only thing I watch the night of, or like immediately the next morning, there is nothing else in my repertoire that drags me in. Yeah. Okay. Even if it's not, and like, this one was fine, but I still really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed the season. I think uh, I've watched all 42. I would put this probably in the top 10. Oh, Uh, probably, probably around 10 if I'm being honest, but like it definitely is up there. I definitely liked it more than season 41 in the end. I wouldn't have thought so by the merge. Um, But, but I just think that, um, the things that stuck out about season 42 was number one, the winner capped it off really kind of like solidified. This as just a solid season. And then the other thing is that season 41 had so many new twists and turns and different things that it was like, I couldn't even get my bearings throughout that entire season. And with season 42, I felt like I was finally able to be like, okay, I know what's going on. I know what this new format is. And now I can kind of like enjoy the ride a little bit more more and be less confused. So season 42, I think, uh, I think it'll go down as like a pretty good season. I think people will look fondly on this one. Interesting. Okay. So Kyle, if, if Mike had won, is it still in your top 10? (laughs) I think it would drop a few spots, but I think it would still be up there. Okay. Okay. So that's so interesting. And I actually really like that we're we're all kind of in a different place on this. Necessarily, we're going to be comparing the season to season 41 because it feels like it feels like the sequel, right? Like they did the same by design, by design. Yeah, Yeah. they did the same thing twice to see what would happen. And um, and they they cast generally in the same direction, which is like we're going to cast a diverse cast of likable people. I love that 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 aspect of new survivor is great for me. I'm done with the jerks. Like it's not, I don't find it entertaining anymore. And so like, I want to have a whole group of people that I'm rooting for. Um, For me, the reason why I loved season 41 and I would put that definitely in my top 10, I think I'd put 42 in my bottom 10. And I think the reason why is 41 felt like 
Kyle, I agree with you. I was confused and I had to rewatch episodes because there were so many twists and I was getting lost, but there were like seven or eight players that were playing so hard in 41 that it was like, it, it like what, once we got to that kind of final merge era, I was just like, I don't know. Everyone deserves to win. Like it was, everyone was so good. And then we got an incredible winner. I was so happy with that. And we'll talk about the, the kind of the new era of winners, which I feel like we're starting to see a new era of winners in 41 and 42. Um, and so 42 for me was a likable cast and Lindsay, I feel the same way as you where it's like, this is pizza and like, it's still pizza and I'm fine with that. But I kept like getting to the end of each episode and being like, did anything really happen that episode until the finale, which I think was pretty good. So that that's where I ended up. So why don't we start by just talking about Marianne? Um, Marianne is, was such a unique player. Um, I, from my perspective, when the season started, she seemed like kind of the throwaway player. Like they always have these sort of like nutty people who either get out very, very fast or they get dragged to the end. But like nobody really ever takes them seriously as as competition. Um, I started taking Marianne seriously probably in the last four episodes where I was like, wait a minute, she's playing kind of an interesting game. What, when did you guys start to see like, oh, Marianne might actually be some kind of a contender here? Yeah, around the same time, like the last, I don't know, definitely post-merge last four or five episodes. Um, But then especially uh, with the Omar boot. Hmm. Definitely with the Omar boot. Yeah, I think it was about the same time frame. I liked her immediately from episode one, but it was definitely one of those, I feel like I've just been hurt so many times by survivor editing that like I really fall in love with a character and then they leave really early on so that's what I thought the situation was um and I was pleasantly surprised when she just you know kept going and I she laid really low uh around merge time and shortly thereafter but then yeah the last four episodes I felt like she just took off so is Kyle going into and Lindsay, I'll ask you this too. going into the finale. Did you legitimately think that she could win or were you just hoping that she I, what what was your actual belief about how this was going to turn out? I, I really thought she could win going into the finale. It was once after the Omar boot. I'm like, I really think that she could win because it, be, it was starting to become clear that Jonathan was a goat. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that cleared more of a path, like, because then that was two of like the five Ro- uh, Romeo and Jonathan. And so then really um, I felt like it was kind of between Mike and Marianne. Huh. Mm-hmm. Who am I forgetting? That's... Who's the other? I'm trying. Who's the fifth? Lin- Ro- Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> right. Right. She was, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was not really on the Lindsay train. Okay. I I had hope that Marianne could win. Did I realist if you like asked me to like put like $15 on it, I probably wouldn't have gone. I probably wouldn't have gone with Marianne. I probably would have said uh Mike or maybe Lindsay. If she if Lindsay could have gotten to the end, I think she could have gotten it, but 
oof, she would have had to overcome a lot yeah. to get there. It's so I, I don't know. I think maybe part of the problem for me is I've become so jaded by so many seasons of Survivor where the Marianne's never get to win ever. And I, I've been frustrated for a number of years that like there's always the person at the end who's arguing why their strategy of letting themselves be a goat was actually game strategy and the jury never buys it. They, Erica was the first person last season to like respin that goat conversation where like I was so happy with that, but I was like, lightning's not striking twice on the goat thing. And I thought, despite the fact that I, as a viewer, think that Marianne played an interesting game going into the finale, I was like, oh, this jury's going to think that she's not serious. They're going to think that she was a goat. Maybe after they watch it, they'll see what I saw, but they didn't, you know, she played a quiet strategic game. And so going into the the finale, I was like, I wish Marianne could win, but she's going to have to do something really amazing. When she didn't play her idol for Lindsay, I was like, it's over. Like that was her chance to do something like really crazy. And I was so disappointed in that. And truly, when Jeff went to read the final votes, Skylar and I legitimately thought it was just going to be unanimous for Mike. Like, even at that point, we were like, she did such a good job in front of that jury. And it's going to be so frustrating that Mike's going to win unanimously now. And so when she won and he only got one vote, we were like screaming. I have never been that shocked by a result ever. <laughs> like, I, I was like, this cannot be real. How is this happening? Well, it was so satisfying because like you said, it never happens. Yeah. And I think like Erica, there are there are sort of notes of like the Erica win, but it was it was really, really fun. And it really like you guys kind of said, it sort of saved the season for me. If I had to compare 41 and 42, I really liked, like you said, he liked like the pre-merge 41. But I was really struggling to pull for someone, especially when um, Marianne was laying low after the merge. And so it was really fun. Finally, the season to root for someone in like the last few episodes where I, I never could really root for someone I felt for me, like throughout the season. Yeah. Like the moment for me was in the final tribal when Marianne uh, talked about how when she orchestrated Omer getting voted out, she set herself up in all of these different ways with every single combination of players to end up in the final three. When she explained that like so clearly, so succinctly, that's when I got chills. And I was like, <laughs> I think Marianne just won. Like, and that moment, that was the moment that I think everything just kind of flipped. So well, it's so interesting because I've read and listened to interviews from people who've played the game who say, a lot of the time, uh, the jury, they've spent all this time on the beach together at, out in Ponderosa, the jury has. And a lot of the time they all go in and most of them have their minds made up and they're, they're there mostly to advocate and see if they can sway anybody who might still be on the fence. And it was interesting in this case, you know, in the um, it, we don't call it a reunion anymore because they're, they're all just there. But like in the po when Jeff is talking to them after the vote is read and he asked how many of you came into this leaning toward Mike who ended up voting for Marianne. And, I, you know, assuming that they're all being honest, it was a good chunk of them that they were like, yeah, she, she actually swayed me during that. And it was that one answer. And Marianne had even said that she was like, I did not think it was going well 
in front of the jury because nobody was asking me questions and they were all just like praising Mike. And then she's like, but finally, when we got to the strategy question and I was able to be like, this was my strategy. This is how I did it. She's, she said, then I felt like, oh, I think the tide just turned. And Mike was poor Mike, like bless his heart was just not good at talking to the jury. And so this is what's really interesting. And I want to get your take on this. I think, I, I don't think that Season 41, Erica, and season 42, um, Marianne played the exact same game, but I think they played games that are like in the same family, right? Like they kind of had a, a similar vibe. They were both very quietly strategic. They they both relied on making quiet moves and then being extremely well versed in front of the jury and being able to kind of walk them through that at the end. Um, and they both ended up going against people who I think were maybe a little bit favored uh, Xander in season 41 in a lot of ways. And then Mike here who were just terrible at talking to the jury. And that happened two seasons in a row. And what's really interesting is the season 42 people didn't see season 41. So it's not like they're aware of this like new era, but I feel like we saw kind of the same thing happen two times. And I'm, I'm curious if you guys agree with that. And then if you do or not, you know, tell me why, but also if you do agree with that, what's, what's the difference? Why is that happening now when for 40 seasons, we've never really seen that kind of thing play out? If I'm looking at this sort of like a, I don't know, like a social scientist, which I am not. um, I mean, is the blip like, COVID like (laughs) something just like completely shift in our makeup that like I think maybe as a people we're more open to like a softer I don't know way of doing things or something because it it does seem kind of punctuated it does seem different um, than in previous seasons to me yeah and I don't know how much of that is you know like intentional on the production side of things. Like I I know when I talked to people, a lot of people were about ready to throw in the towel with Survivor around season 38, 39, just before Winners at War. Um, it just, there was like a long string of just like really unlikable people who were dominating in this game. And I do wonder if production maybe saw uh, some numbers dip or like saw something happening and maybe made some of this new format, uh, made it so that players who played quieter games who were less bombastic, maybe had some sort of a leg up. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I haven't really put that much thought into thinking through like all the different pieces of this new format, but uh, I think potentially that's that might have been what happened there. So well, maybe we're seeing a new era of winners here. Yeah, yeah. There, there are kind of three things that just come to mind as the two of you are talking that might might be factors in this change. One is uh, if they are truly, and it seems that they are trying to cast likable people, like jerks aren't rooting on jerks anymore. And so if you have a whole group of likable people maybe they're tending to award likable people a little bit more and they're starting to reward the social aspect of the game a little bit better. Um, so that, that might be one thing. I wonder too, if this new emphasis on diversity casting is making a difference because you now have a critical mass of people who have like been dealt a hand that, you know, white 
straight dudes have not been dealt and they're just kind of approaching the relationships in the game differently. And that's just necessarily going to lead to different results. I mean, we have two seasons in a row of women of color winning. And I had not realized this until um, I read it the, the day after in 42 seasons, Marianne is only the second black woman to win. And the first black woman to win was like season three or four. It was Vesepia. And it's been all that time since then that, that there has not been a black woman who's won. And it's not because there have not been really good players. Like there have been so many that I'm like, how did she not, how did they vote her out? How did she not win? And it just, it has to be, it has to be making a difference that they're like, oh, wait a minute. Like when we cast a whole bunch of like straight white dudes and then like two people of color, the two people of color really struggle, you know, like it's so hard for them to get a leg up in this game. And so if we're going to continue the diversity casting, that's going to make a, a big difference. And then three, and I, I really don't know the answer to this. I do wonder how much cutting this to 26 days is making a difference because like that's two whole fewer weeks to get very um, emotional about what you're doing on the island. And I have to imagine that like that's making a difference in the relationships themselves. Like if you dragged it on for another two weeks, you're probably going to start making enemies, you know, like a little bit more <laughs> easily. Right. What, yeah. what do you think about the time? There's a lot of speculation right now about whether the shortened time period rewards quiet players. Um, it's a little too soon, I think, to tell for sure whether that's the case because so many things changed uh, between season 40 and season 41. Um, but it's definitely something that like past survivors who have kind of made a career of just analyzing this show, they're all talking about that. As just pure viewers, do you... Do y'all prefer the 26 days or the 39? I don't notice a difference in the production. So if you didn't tell me how many days they were there, I would never notice the difference, honestly. Um, but I, I think psychologically it has bothered me that it's only 26 days. Cause I'm like, I don't even know how to compare this to the other seasons and comparing it to the other seasons is like a lot of the fun of survivor. And I know they keep saying like, but it's so much harder because they don't have as much food, but I'm watching it. And I'm like, it doesn't seem that much harder to me. Like, is that real? And I also like, don't need to see people starving. I don't either. <laughs> like, yeah. I just uh -huh. don't need it. I am like, it's not for me. Like, can we give them rice? Like, I don't know. I'm not really into that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I don't, I think that Jeff has said that like, they're not going to go back to 39 days, at least yeah. anytime soon. Correct. Yeah. Which does yeah. bum me out because I think it does definitely, like you said, part of the fun is comparing and they are not very comparable because of just the longevity. Mm -hmm. You can't. Yeah. It's it, I'm with you, Lindsay. I've it, in the very early seasons, I think seeing them hungry was interesting. Cause that was like a, a really big aspect of the survival of it all. But now anybody who's still watching survivor is watching it because we like the strategy game. And so I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, honestly, it's fine. Like, let them cook their own food. That's fine. But like, give them as much of it as they need. Like, I want them strong. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't need well, them yeah. getting thin. And, you know? Well, I do think that's like a huge factor. Like I, you could see that Jonathan was just a completely different person. And I'm like, I kind of, I mean, I guess that is part of the outlasting, 
but like he was not on his game at the end. Like he was grumpy. He was not performing well. And so props to everybody else for having it together. But like, I do think like the calorie intake, like it does definitely affect the gameplay and I'm kind of more into preserving the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, when the season started, Lindsay, I think you and Jolyn and I like texted each other the cast list with the pictures. And we're like, who do we love and hate so far? Just based on pictures alone, because we're awful, you know? And I remember at the beginning being like, oh, Mike and Jonathan look like they're the worst. And then about the mid season, I was like, huh, I'm kind of rooting for Mike and Jonathan. Like they were both really nice, but then Jonathan did get grumpier and grumpier. And I was like, "Ah, I'm not, I don't love Jonathan so much anymore. Mm -hmm. He never, he never leaned into like full, like survivor villain, but he got to a point where I was just like, I I don't really need to see Jonathan very many more weeks, but you know. It is interesting in the final, in the, the last two final threes for 41 and 42, you did kind of have in Xander and Mike, a more stereotypical survivor winner or finalist that then were beat out by these women of color, which was very, very cool to see. Um, It was just like such a stark contrast to see like in in past seasons that those white men might have won. Yeah. I did like, there was a whole episode, I think, where they kind of called that out at a tribal. I think it was Drea and Marianne that said, like, this is the pattern, everyone. Look at the jury. There's already two people of color on the jury. We can't add a third. That's always what happens. And so they very intentionally, you know, kind of like switched things up. The players themselves did. Um, And I kind of liked how it was like, a little bit like breaking the fourth wall a little bit where they were just like, yeah, we're playing this game and we know what people at home are going to, you know, think about this. So we're just going to head this off and we're going to make different decisions Mm -hmm. as players. So that was the, that was the actual first time where I started taking Marianne seriously as a person. Like up to that point, I was just like, Marianne seems kind of nutty to me. And then that tribal, she, she's so well, uh, talked about that issue and talked about the issue on Survivor. And I was like, and, and so passionately, I, I was sobbing during that entire tribal council. I was like, this is like legitimately so good. And it, I, it occurred to me right after um, that the, it, I, I had forgotten that they filmed 41 and 42 back to back and they filmed 42 a while ago. And we looked at kind of the timeline and this, they filmed this not very long after the George Floyd mess and so like this cast that was still that was way more fresh for them than we as viewers now and it was interesting that both 41 and 42 ended up having that conversation at tribal councils that was like actually once again kind of identical which was some of the black players just being like what are we doing like we we have an obligation to make sure that we are not giving the audience just more of the same here and you know i i think it was very very sincere on those players parts. And it also happened to be really good strategy for Marianne, right? Like she was able to kind of shift the conversation away from, I I mean, maybe that's when she started kind of building in the jury's minds, what are we going to reward this season? And planting that seed may have ultimately really helped her in the end, which is, you know, she probably couldn't have foreseen that in that way, but that ultimately may have been really helpful and beneficial for her, which is incredible. I think the seminary student Marianne started to come out right there. Mm. She's she was just so good at 
uh, picking apart an issue, a big sort of complex issue and describing it succinctly and clearly. I think that probably comes a lot from her seminary training as a seminary student, but um but yeah, I think I think that came into play in that instance, and it definitely came into play in the final tribal, uh, especially aside Mike, who like just I don't think he was even aware of what his game was uh, in the end. And he had such an, a clear path as a viewer to I mean, it was his to lose. I mean, it was if he had just simply owned up to his gameplay, which the whole time I was like, OK, like this is very impressive because. I thought that he was aware <laughs> that that's, <laughs> I kind of thought that's what he was going for was um, trying to be the every man and then making deals under the table and all that sort of thing. And I didn't realize that that he had not maybe realized that himself. <laughs> it's it, Mike was playing in 2003. That's the problem. And it was so interesting because when they started asking him, they're like, so you lied to a lot of us and a season 42 player should be like, yes, I did. And I fooled you all. And this is how I did it. And like the a 42 jury would be like, yeah, good for you. But he was playing like it was 2003 and he, he didn't like the accusation that he was dishonest. And so he's trying to defend themselves. And you could see the jury just being like, dude, why are we're, we're talking about what you did well. Why are you like unraveling that for yourself? And like we we now in 2022, we finally have gotten to a point where we understand this is a game and you're supposed to be lying to each other. And we're trying to like basically set you up for really easy answers about like, yeah, I lied to you. And also, I really like all of you guys and my relationships with you do matter, by the way. And I want to be friends after this. But like I fooled you and I'm really proud of that. Like if he had just given that, I, I don't know that Marianne could have beat him if, if he was able to give that those kinds of answers, that might've been enough for him to, to cross the finish line. And I think I Drea really said so. that in the, in the, my favorite addition to this finale episode, which was having the jury have the, the confessionals yeah. before um, the final tribal council. But that's what Drea said is that she's like, I just need Mike to own up to it. And I love, what did she say? She said, I love to give a woman money. So she yeah. was like saying that, like, I hope Marianne can explain that. I love that. Yeah. Um, but it really did seem like Mike had it in the bag if he had owned up to it. Yeah. I think Survivor is at its best when people start out, they're playing this game, they acknowledge that, they do some pretty dirty crap to each other throughout the game, but then in the end, they're friends. They get along. You can tell that they genuinely like each other. And luckily, that is how this season and season 41 have ended up. But it's not always the case. But that's, I think, Survivor at its best. It's if season 40, I think, is the first time this happened when when the jury was done with all the questioning, the jury then applauded the three finalists and were like genuinely just like so excited for them. And I had never seen that before because usually there are so many bitter grapes and, you know, whatever else. And season 40, like they they were they were tough on them and, you know, whatever. But it was all it was a game like they all realized they were playing a game. And we're, when they were done, uh, I can't I think it was Danny who was like, we just want to say, like, good job to you guys. You guys are amazing. We're so proud of you. And they all like applauded them. I can't remember if that happened in 41, but it happened again in 42. And I that feels like ushering in a new era of just being like, yeah, we're like, we're going to root for it. We're going to fight against each other. And then when it's done, we're going to like applaud one another because like we've all went, we all went through this thing together and there are not going to be bitter grapes. And I, 
if that is the new era of Survivor, I'm very excited about new Survivor. Um, we, Lindsay, we're running out of time, but I have to give you a few moments to talk about Jeff. Get, tell me, <laughs> Lindsay has a lot of feelings about what <laughs> Jeff is going through. <laughs> I don't know if my feelings are like ready for prime time. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know. It's just like, am I wrong though? Did we, was he particularly unhinged this season? Like the hair, like his like excitement over various like aspects of the game. I don't know. Maybe I'm just going through my own personal journey with Jeff Probst. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this was they're always bad. But this was the worst Applebee's ad I've ever oh. seen. Jeff oh my was gosh. like, Jeff, because normally he's just like, um, today the reward is going to be sponsored by Applebee's. And we're so grateful for that sponsor. The survivors are starving and they're going to love this. And like, normally that's kind of what he, this one, he was like, they all miss being at home. And what says home more than Applebee's? And I was <laughs> like, Jeff, this is embarrassing. <laughs> that actually been the turning point in the season for me where I was like, you know what? They got me again. Damn it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I like love it. I don't know. Jeff, he's been in the, he's been in Fiji for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was yes, filming yes. Two, two back to back. That's probably the longest, right. That he's ever been on set on the islands. And maybe he just really desperately needs some time off. I, I'm sure Jeff Probst loves Applebee's. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of That's, all people. It's yeah. his favorite. Yeah. Well, it was, it was interesting. I, a lot of the Twitter conversation uh, in the last few days has been about how sassy Jeff came back a little bit this season. Cause um, especially like the first 20 seasons, he was very sassy with players and he could be like kind of a dick to them. And I, I always loved it, by the way. And, and then he's gotten really nice recently and really like supportive. And in this season, like in the finale, when Marianne and was it Mike both um, lost that final challenge so quickly. And he was like, are you kidding? Like, we just started. How did you already drop the ball? Which <laughs> is like, calm down, Jeff. They're very hungry. Like, I know. He said well, children at home could do this. Yeah. <laughs> he was so annoyed with them. We were just like, are you kidding? I know. I know. I really felt for Romeo. I'm like, well, good for him, I guess. But and yeah, you could tell that Jeff's was disappointed. Yeah. He's like, we did not need Romeo to win this one. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and it kind of like, I don't know, I know we're running out of time, but I think um, that kind of, it, he was a little too raw after they read the results. Also, I felt like he was like coming on a little too strong with the questions for Mike, like, yeah, how do you feel about losing? Or I don't know what oh he said. Gosh. And bringing like, all the pizza. Yes, he's just like, let's get pizza, let's get champagne. And he's like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I just said I don't want them to be hungry, but also like maybe a little like less pizza forward at the same time. At the end. <laughs> like, this is a little much. Uh, well, it, and in the, <laughs> was it the finale that he did that weird advertisement about Top Gun? And he was just like, what are two groups of people who have something in common? Survivors and Top Gun. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> stop jeff just stop <laughs> okay um we are we are we are about to get booted off of zoom so thank you both so much for joining us uh, joining me i've had a great time talking about this let's come back for 43 
do this again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Until then, uh, we'll uh, we'll be back in a few days with some other crap from Hive Mind. Thank you. <laughs>